0: Welcome to um, teleconference. so tonight we're talking about um oh sorry. I forget the title that I gave, but anyway, we're looking at strongholds in music, demonic influence in music, and um again, like I said, <laughs> kind of it's going to piggyback um off of what Bridget said, and I'm sure um she can relate to a lot of what um I feel that we're gonna to learn tonight uh my son, my oldest son, had been asking me to teach on this for years. Um, he's a musician, and he just found that being a musician, it just it, it made him spiritually sensitive. Um, and, and any musician, uh, and I don't mean songwriters, but mainly the musicians because you're, you're opening up to receive sound and you're opening up to receive chords and things of that nature. So it, 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 it's a different type of um, spiritual sensitivity that comes along with it that really makes them very vulnerable. You know, um, I did a study years ago, and, and that was when he was asking me, he was like, Mom, please teach on it, please teach on it. I did a study years ago about King David. And, you know, most of us know that King David was uh, an avid worshiper, and that he was such a worshiper that he would make up his own instruments. I mean, he just like, you know, I want to I make a, song, a sound, a song to the Lord, and I'm going to use the stick. You know, and he just you know, whatever he had. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, the, the entire book of Psalms is a book of songs. Um, and, and and you know he didn't write all of it, but he wrote the majority of the books of Psalms, and they were prayers put to music, prayers put to to a rhythm, um, which a lot of us been our prayers out of. Looking at um, how David, you know, penned these prayers before the Lord or these songs before the Lord, and he put them to music, and he would make a melody in his heart toward the Lord. Um, so, but you look at David's life, and you see that his life um, was filled with so many challenges.
1: Um, and and I
0: believe part a part of the reason why he faced so many challenges is because being a musician made him so spiritually sensitive. And and we're gonna talk about that tonight. Um <laughs> Lord help us get to this class tonight in Jesus' name. God, I embrace a fresh teaching wisdom, God, Revelation, Father, above and beyond what I've studied. Lord God, speak to us, Lord. God expose every plot and plan of the wicked. That we as intercessors, as prophets and prophetic people, that we can be so wise, Lord God, and so discerning. God, when we hear certain types of music when we come into the company of certain types of people, that, Lord, God, we would know exactly which spirit is in operation, God, and to the point that even when we're ministering, deliverance, God, those of us who are in leadership or those of us who are also working, God, that even when we're ministering, deliverance, that we, Lord, God, can hone in on some of the trappings of strongholds and music that are binding up your people, especially our young generation. God, we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. So. Uh, in the very beginning, we'll talk about Lucifer. Um, most of us have heard um, in church throughout the course of our life that Lucifer was kind of the praise and worship leader of heaven. Um, and i was quote, unquote, the Bible doesn't say that, but we infer that. Uh, uh, in Ezekiel chapter
1: 28, I'm going to give you a few scriptures here. In Ezekiel chapter 28, uh, verse 11, beginning at verse
0: 11, Ezekiel 28:11. Moreover, the word of the Lord came into me saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyre, and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, you sealed up the sun full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Now God was not talking to a physical human king. This was a spiritual prince. Okay, this was a this was an entity, this was a demon, a prince demon that the Lord was talking to. And then as as the as the, as the conversation uh developed, then the Lord began to speak to Lucifer Himself. Okay. So he says, you have sealed up the sum full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You have been in Eden, the garden of God. So now you see the the, the, the transition here, who God is really talking to. This was the spirit that was using the king of powers during that time. He said, you have been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. And the sardius, the topaz, the diamond, the barrel, the honest, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, the gold, the workmanship of our taverns and of your pipes was prepared in you in the day that you were created. So when God created Lucifer, this cherub, he was created to 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 emulate he was no he wasn't for to emulate. He was created as sound. Every time he would move, there was a sound. You understand? Are you okay <laughs> So and let me tell you something. That's why I just went ahead and prayed in because I feel like as I I've been studying this now for a while. And some of the things that I came across, I was like, "Lord Jesus, help us, the people." But anyway, let me try to say, on course. Let me try to stay on course with this tonight. Um, so he, he he was created this anointed chair of the covering angel, right? He was he was um, in very close proximity to the throne of God, so much so that he desired God see. He wasn't watching the Lord from afar. He was so much in close proximity that he said, "I can do this." Okay, and so he wanted the place that God inhabited. And so the Bible says that now. He said you were in Eden, the Garden of God. And he begins to describe how beautiful and 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 how precious. And then it moves down towards the end of the scripture how he had these these timbrels or tambourines and these pipes, or it was like a flute or an organ sound. Excuse me, when he moved, okay, when he moved there was sound. So so you know, it, it's needless to say how he would influence sound. Now, all right, do so you see the thing in him? He was created as sound. So if anybody knows what it takes to move people, to influence people, to impact people, to draw people in or to hook them like you, they got to hook to it or take it to the bridge, okay? If anybody knows how to do that, he does. So moving on now, you are, verse 14, the anointed cherub that comes cover it. He said, I sent you. So God said, I sent you. I did this for you. He said, you was upon the holy mountain of God. You walked up and down in the midst of stones of fire. So this angel, this type of angel, because a cherub is a type of angel, had direct access to the Father. This is why God loves music. God inhabits the praise of His people. God made music to surround the throne. God loves us to, to offer to sacrifice the sacrifice of incense, which is a pure fragrance, a pure uh, holy lifestyle. He loves that. He, he dwells in that. As a matter of fact, he said, I seek the worshippers. God's crazy about worshipers. God's crazy about sounds. He loves it. Okay? Um. So he said, so you walk up and out in the midst of the sanctifier. He said, you were perfect in the ways, perfect in thy ways from the day you were created until iniquity was found in you. And he begins to move on. Because here's something that we get just by insight here that angels have a will, too. They can choose to serve God or not. So they have a choice. Don't think, well, they're angels. They got to do this. No, they really don't. We've seen that from the fall. A third of them say, hey, we're going to join Lucifer. So, you know, we see here and then here God says, until iniquity was found in you. So they can make a decision not to follow God. I taught in the uh, prophetic Bible studies a few weeks ago how the angels that came down and had relations with the women. So they do have a will. Okay, they do have desires that are may be submitted to God and may not be. By the multitude of your merchandise, you have filled the midst of you with violence, and you have sinned. Therefore, I will cast you as profane out of the mountain of God. Not one time do you see God say, by the way, leave music. Not one time do you see, by the way, leave the tambourine, leave the timbre, leave the – you don't see God stripping him of his gifts. The word of God says, right, the, word, the gift of God comes without repentance. That's why you can find people who have been moving to God for a long time, moving in the anointing, can preach up under rug, up down the wall, take you across the river and back. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And then fall and find that the gift still works in the fall. Uh. <laughs> okay? I can't even finish that sentence. <laughs> they found out that gift still works in the fall. So now they devise a way to enjoy sin and work to give. These are the people, you know, like when you, get, you lose a job or you leave a job and if they say, turn in your badge you turn in your stuff. These folks that kept the badge.
1: <laughs> they're still trying to get in, but they're not on payroll. <laughs> so I'm recording. Yeah, so it is, it is. And, and
0: so, so, so. That's why I said when I got in, I was like, I was just savoring this word. I was just saving. I was just like, oh, my God, this is so good. So he said, by the multitude of your merchandise, you have filled the midst of you with violence. You have sinned. Therefore, I will cast you as profane out of the mountain of God. I will destroy you, O covenant terror, from the midst of the soul of fire. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You have corrupted your wisdom by reason of your brightness. I will cast you to the ground. I will lay you for kings that they may behold thee. You have defiled your sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities. By the iniquities of your the traffic, therefore I will bring a fire from the midst of thee, and shall be into your duvility, and I will bring you to ashes upon the earth, and all will behold you. And you, of course, Revelation back then up. And all the people that know thee among the people shall marvel, and, and you shall be a terror, and you shall and never shall thou be anymore. In other words, he said your place will never be found again. So Satan understands that. There's no mercy for him. There's no compassion. and Now maybe God will change his mind. God, he said There's no more place to so in other scriptures, the Bible tells us the enemy comes down with his great wrath, right? He has a wrath against these dirt bodies, you and me. These folks, we don't have no temples. We don't have no hearts. We are, you know, we would made like that. You know, we get on God's nerves half the time. And Satan is trying to understand why does God love them so much? Why would you recreate the heaven and earth and put them here and give them dominion I was the covenant chair. If I asked you for your seat. You could have at least gave me, uh, uh, earth. you could have made a place. Why you ain't sending me the Pluto or the Saturn or Jupiter? You could have gave me a place, right? So this iniquity was found in him. It was a pride, Leviathan. We talked about that last week. It was a pride in him that lifted up the God that I cannot stand it. I gotta cast you down. So when he comes down, he comes down with the sound. He comes down with the knowledge. He comes down with the insight. He comes down with the wisdom. He knows how to get you rocking and rolling. And don't you know the term rock and roll is an insult to the kingdom of God because God rolled the rock or he rolled the stone away? So the enemy said, I'm going to
1: use the rock and roll. It's an insult. The term rock and roll is an insult. So so I,
0: I, I wanted to start out really strong and really hard. Because when when we get into the strongholds of music, I want you to understand how devoted Satan is to destroying mankind
1: through music.
0: Now, you know, this is not condemnation. I'm not trying to get you to throw out your music, but I guarantee you by the time you leave out here tonight, (laughs) some of the stuff you've been listening to, you can be like, "Uh, hold up. Let me check the spirit you're operating in okay, so in so we find in exodus chapter twenty eight eleven through nineteen how Satan was involved in the music of heaven. we don't know if he was the only one we do know he was one of the ones he was the covering chair, so if he wasn't one of if he wasn't the only one, he was certainly up there okay he 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 had hierarchy, he had a rank um and and but he was cast down so um I gave Ezekiel 28, 28, 28. Mm, He convinced a third of the angels to join him, so it talks about their will. And um, in Isaiah 14, 13 is where he said, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly. And it's funny how every artist wants their star on Hollywood Boulevard. It's something about Satan and his, his infatuation with stars. Okay? Yeah. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit and throne on the mount of the assembly on the utmost height of the second mountain. So he wants this high lifted up place. The high lifted up place in man is your mind. That, that's the highest place in man is the mind. This is where, it, and I mean soul, mind, will, emotion. When I say mind, I'm talking about your soul. This is what's going to determine heaven and hell for you. The thoughts that we allow to govern our life, the actions, because your thoughts become your actions. That's a man thinketh. So he. So he's he he's still seeking to ascend to the high mountain. Okay? Um, so oh God. So he's I will I will raise my throne above the stars of God, Isaiah fourteen thirteen, I will sit in thrones. <laughs> He wants to reign in the minds of God's people, and he's using music to do it. Why do you think when you go to a store and you can be having a wonderful day? And here comes a song that reminds you of a certain thing that happened to you, and you are suspended and crippled right there because of that song. I was in the pawn shop a couple of years ago. I was buying a laptop for somebody, and a song came on that reminded me of the day that I got the news because music can cripple you. When my mother was passing, and I, because I understand deliverance, I understand all of this stuff, when my mother was passed, and even a few weeks after that, I didn't listen to any music, no music. Because music triggers memory. And you can think that you delivered and set free and you heal, and you get someplace and hear the song next to you in the middle of the floor crying. Uh-uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm, y'all laughing. This is real. Music is strong. Okay? So, so I, 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 I deliberately shut down all music in my house because I did not want the enemy to use music as a trigger for my emotions. Okay? So going back to when I was in, um, I was in a pawn shop, and I was purchasing a, a, a laptop for a gift for somebody, and the, a song came on that I was listening to, or I, I wasn't even listening to, I think it just kind of reminded okay, thank think that's where it came from, when I was a kid, when I would ride with my stepfather in the car, wherever, that song came on, and it just kind of, it kind of connects, it was a soul thing. I, you know, I'm probably not explaining it like I want to, but I y'all get it. But it, 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 the song was Can We Talk by Tevin Campbell. Okay? And and for some reason that song opened up something in my spirit when I was a little kid right with my stepfather. I don't know why. Okay. When I was in the pawn shop and he had passed. The song came on and I stood at the altar trying to pay and burst into tears. Because it triggered grief. You understand what I'm saying? So what I'm trying to say is that music is so powerful. Music can make you laugh, music can make you cry, music can make you shout, music can make you fall, music can make you lust, music can make you sin. You know, you know what I'm saying? There, there was, I was watching a report, and I'm going to link it to Remind me to link that, um, that report to the online classroom. I was watching this report with this um, deliverance minister, was casting devils out of this young man. He was a, 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 a gangster rapper. And he said it was his first time ever uh, uh, killing somebody. They, they tell him you got to kill this guy, you know, poop, whatever. And he said, I was scared to death. I didn't know whatever. And he said, so I listened to this rap song. He didn't say which one it was. But in that rap song, there was a spirit called bloodlust transferred to him. By the time he got done listening to that song, he had no problem pulling up the trigger and shooting this guy. And I don't know where to kill him. I don't know. But all I know is the uh, bloodlust spirit. I'm going to shoot you, shoot him up, whatever. Y'all know how this stuff goes. That spirit, bloodlust spirit transferred. To where this young kid who, prior to that, couldn't even, didn't have the strength to, just had a gun just for entertainment purposes only, but in order to prove himself fit for this game,
1: he listened to this song, he opened himself up to it, received a devil called bloodlust, and murdered somebody. Okay? Okay. So, so there are strongholds in music, and we as leaders
0: and as altar workers or as parents or as mentors or whoever we are, we really need to pay attention to what our people are listening to, okay? We really need to pay attention to it. Many times, even uh, when, there's, uh, w- when you're working deliverance, sometimes people who have, have received demons through music, you will see them manifest sometimes with signs, gang signs, music signs. This right here means a horn which is a sign of a Baphomet, which is a demon that they, they sacrifice to. It's a sign of Beyonce does it all the time. This right here. And then there's another thing I, I'm not going to do, it. praise God, but there are other signs right. that they usually, and, and so remember I told you in the prophetic class that at the beginning of most of these TV shows and movies, these actors have to sacrifice to molest. They They have to appease this demon. That's the Babylon system is the corrupt system. And so whenever they're doing these movies, there has to be some type of sexual act. It can be a movie about somebody stealing bubble gum out of the grocery store. They're going to have some scene in there that's going to offer up a sacrifice to Molly. Okay, some little girl kissing a girl or some girl, it's going to be in there because they have to appease that demon. Well, the same thing happens in terms of music. And you can have several different spirits operating in music. Bloodlust is one of them. Uh, The gangster vibe, whatever—I don't know what they call that demon now. They're calling the gangster demon, OG demon. (laughs) And I'm sure it's all under murder. It's it's all under spirits of murder, spirits of murder, rage, violence, rejection—you name it—all categories are right up under there. And so, what you're finding is when you look at a song that NWA put out in the '80s, late '80s, early '90s blank the police as a result of that you have a
1: culture
0: and a generation of people who have no respect for law enforcement whatsoever they actually had to ban that song but you see that was over the late 80s early 90s here we are 20 years later the spirit of that song is still manifesting and moving in the earth now they easy dead and gone on you know what I'm saying? And uh that boy Flavor play, play with his clock, he's still trying to figure out what time it is. <laughs> but but what they the enemy set them up to release that song. And young people I used to listen to, I mean, I was you know, I said it too. I didn't know, praise God. And and so, you know, it it, it, it we open our souls. We open our souls. Whitney Houston made a, made a song, um, and i I'll, I'll always love you. And that thing just makes me cry. It's the saddest song ever. You know what I'm saying? It's full of rejection. It's, it's full of rejection. You know, so i say goodbye, please don't cry. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know. It's, it's a it's And to so, get you find certain songs. usually be having a great day, just got paid Friday night. All your, I mean, you're feeling good, you're playing that song. So, you, it's, it's a power in, in music that I don't think, we, we pay that much attention to, okay? Music and, listen, during the holidays, which we're coming up on that now, the music is going to change. What is the music going to change to? It's going to have a subliminal message that says stay in here a little bit longer. Don't you feel happy? Don't you want to remember little Johnny, little Susie, on and it wants you to shout for everybody that you're related to. And then by the time you get out and look at your receipt, you're like, my God, I don't even know these people. But you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's a subliminal message that's, that's, that's engrafted into the, the, the beat or they only have a be the the sound I guess that causes you to spend money. You feel happy and you shout you and it, it 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 kind of possesses you. It it just does enrich you. Okay. So um oh god I
1: tell you yeah.
0: this is something people God, guys or something. So when when Satan came down um he came down with sound and he came down with a way to influence man's thought. He came down with a way to insert subliminal messages. He came down with a way to open people up to spirits and demons. Um, God never took that away from him, but God said, Geez. "And God gave us gifts of discernment. God gave us wisdom to know what to plead to and what to come away from." Now, let me see what I have are a list of quotes from many um, secular artists how they have described them opening themselves up to deal. Now, years ago, Stephen King, and most of us know Stephen King, he's like the king of horror music, right, horror movies. And he did a, a, um, a TV show, I don't know if it was some nighttime talk show, whatever, and so they were interviewing him. They was like, how do you come up with this stuff? You know, how are you get so creative, and how do you, how you come up with it? And he said, well, I sit at my desk, and he said, I just fall asleep. And then when I wake up, he said, my script is written out for me. Now, I, I saw that thing when I was like a teenager. I'm like, man, wow." Now, as you study and as you understand how demons can take you over and how you know they are, listen, how they can influence the media, mouth and entertainment, how they can influence the stuff, and because you, you come on now, some of the demons I cast out look like some of people' kid. I'm like now, How do they know how that demon look like?
1: <laughs>
0: how do they know what that demon looks like? So that's a revelation, that's a scripture. I think I quoted it here how this, here it is in James chapter three, verse seventeen. This wisdom of no, james three fifteen such wisdom does not come from above, but it's earthly, unspiritual, or demonic there is a there's a craftiness and there's a wisdom that the devil gives people that the devil makes available to people that can come up with things and and, 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 and that's mind baffling because again he came down with gifts. He didn't get stripped in the process of being beat by Michael. He came down with his stuff. But anyway, I wanted to get into um, some examples because I, I did some research. Now, my son, did my baby boy, Darius, he's, um, he's very strong in studying the Illuminati. I mean, he can tell you, Ma, that's the Illuminati sign right there, Ma. That's like that. I mean, he just, I'm like, man, you just, when God get ready to use you, boy, you're to expose you know, stuff. He can tell you, I mean, God has given him a thirst for knowledge to expose Illuminati. So I keep him covered because I know he's going to do damage when his time comes. But um, he he can tell you, uh, you know, he he points them out. God's given him that revelation to do that. But anyway, I looked at some of our most popular singers. And like I said, uh, Bridget Mike can, can, can confirm some of this. And um, I've got so many of them. I sure hope I can get through them. Uh, whew, let's see. I wanted to start with um, Beyonce. I think that's kind of the most popular uh, artist out now. And I told you about how she, you know, makes the the sign. She has has an album out called um, I Am, I Am, is I Am. Of Fear? And on that album, there's a war
1: between good and evil.
0: She's got a song that says Ave Maria, right, which is known as a Catholic religious song. Then she's got a song called Halo, right, and then she's got another song that it's it's like a it's like a clash. And it's all, and it, even when you look at some of her videos, and I, I had to watch it kind of with a glove over my face because I'm not trying to get drawn into it. You understand? I'm looking at it for research purposes. I'm not entertained at all. I'm not impressed. But at the same time, you want to see so that God can show you what it is that's caused our young people to be playing in beavers. Like, what, what is this? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, when she came up with the Sasha Fierce thing, I, I have her quoted here. I have her quoted. But to give history, we know she was born with Church of God in Christ, okay? And and so you find this girl, same thing Whitney Houston, uh, Whitney Houston was born with Baptist, raised Baptist, right? And, and so the enemy targeted the
1: gift, just like he
0: does with prophetic people. You wonder why you have 1-900, called the psychic prophet. And then there were true, holy prophets of God. But they found out, like we talked about the court prophet, they found out, I can get money for this. I can get paid. And so they took their gift and they merchandised it. And that's what God was saying in, uh, by Luke 20. He said, you merchandise it. You took that gift that I gave you, and you, and you, you, you try to get gain from it. But with, with, with uh, Beyonce and, and with many others, um, R. Kelly, that brother, I am like he's preaching. It's like a demonic sermon. But that brother's voice is still anointed. You can hear Whitney Houston. You can hear the anointing some of that music, and, 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 and no, they're not glorifying God, but I'm like, they, they raped the kingdom. They took that gift that belongs in the kingdom, and, and they, they raped it, and they're misusing it, and, and you can, you listen to it, and you can feel chills, and you feel like, oh, this song, and, but the words are like, you know, like, if you're going to separate the words, you know what I'm saying, from the spirit song, I don't even know if you can do that, but it, you can hear that gift that God gives there under arrest. You see what I'm saying? It's under arrest. R. Kelly has a gift that's under arrest. If God, which I'm praying, if God will save and deliver that man, oh I'm telling you, that he can save somebody. And then you'll find some albums, what he is producing gospel, right? So you find that wrestle in him. Where he's he one minute, he looks like what's up what I'm talking about. what not say one minute, Ave Maria, Halo, next minute, uh put a ring on it or whatever she's doing. It's like a it's like I I, I wanna please God with this gift. This gift is still crying to God to be used. But it still has to be sacrificed to the to the devil whose soul I sold myself to. So again, you they have to appease the, that devil. They have to sacrifice to that devil. So on that Sasha Fierce thing, I'm trying to find that quote that she made when she, that devil actually took her over. I, when that devil actually took her over, it was a certain dance that she did, and I think that dance was on the um the um and I don't know the song. I didn't even look up to see what it sounds like. But the name of the song was called Crazy in Love. And when she she got down on the floor and kind of did like a doggy style dance, when she did that dance, Sasha Fierce entered into her. Now let me show you something. Is it something? <laughs> this is something. Uh, hold on. Okay. Uh, here she says here. Let me get it because I want she quoted this and this is quoted in People magazine, November 18th. Let me say about Michael Jackson. I'm gonna say about Prince. All of them. The theme of the album "I Am" by Sasha Fierce revolves around the duality between the godly Beyonce, which remember she was, God called her God. That girl is chosen by God to be the work of God. Okay, and you found where she got with Michelle Williams, Michelle, uh, and what was the other guy? Can never remember her name, Kelly Kelly Garner. And now Michelle Williams, she wrestled with that thing too. That, I don't know about Kelly, but I know Michelle is truly called. She's truly called. So you see this, 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 you know. I'm bringing all of this out because a lot of times when we're for people and when we're ministering or mentoring people, there's a war going on. Some of them know that they're called. You, you can't even preach to them because they can tell you the word better than, than you can. But what has happened is they allow the enemy to seduce them, and that gift now is under arrest, and they have to sacrifice to that devil. And many of them, you'll find with, with, with Michael Jackson, with Fitz, they tried to escape it, and they got killed before they transitioned back. Okay. He's talking about songholes and music. So this spiritual duality is found in the songs, in the pictures, and the videos. Um, on one image she has a Christian cross of the good and a pure Beyonce versus Sasha Fears, who has a devil horn thing. So then I talked about the songs like Avi Maria Halo, which had a, a spiritual thing to it, and then she had uh uh songs that she had to give a sacrifice to her satanic oppressor Sasha Fears. Um the persona of Sasha Fears, who is presented as a separate entity, always wears heavy makeup. So that's how you know what spirit, and you know even in deliverance, when you're praying for people, you can tell just by the countenance. Remember Jesus always told um praying, he said, he said your countenance has changed. He said, I'm not dealing with you anymore, I'm dealing with an entity. And so you find here that with Sasha Fears, she her face changes. Okay? And so when she's when she's, when she's uh, manifesting Sasha Fierce, she's putting on this dark makeup or wearing glasses, sunglasses, it's like a dark mystique kind of thing, okay? Here's what she said. This is quoted in People Magazine, November 18, 2008. Sasha Fierce was born when I did Crazy in Love. That song is what opened the door. Now, I hadn't looked like, I didn't really have a chance to look through and I wasn't really interested, you know? but. Something shifted with that song. I may probably just do a research and see what the lyrics are. But something shifted with that song. Something shifted to the degree that her spirit opened
1: and received this demon. Okay?
0: When you see Beyonce dancing, it is unnatural. Okay? From Super Bowl to whatever. I mean, and you can look at her and you can tell that is not her. The next day later, she's got little baby boom. She looks like a whole other person. Okay? It's a spirit. These are the spirits that operate in music. Okay? Um, she said, people, when they meet me, expect, all, expect that all the time. She said, but that person is strictly for the stage. So Sasha Fierce shows up for money. Sasha Fierce shows up to parade across the stage to attract men and to cause young women to model her. Sasha Fierce is not needed at home with baby blue. You understand know what I'm saying? Sasha Fierce is not needed at the grocery store. Sasha Fierce shows up when there's people
1: and there's a crowd. Uh there was another quote I had from Channel. Her. To... Mm. Okay, here she said that uh this new persona, which is Sasha Fierce, is fun, is more sexual and more aggressive than her. She said, uh, "She said I have, this is what she called, I have someone else that takes over when it's time for me to
0: work and when I'm on stage. This alter ego that I created, now she's taking blame.
1: I created, it protects who I really am. You see what I'm saying? So she actually thinks this spirit protects her, but
0: it's using her. And then she thinks she has control over it, and she doesn't. God didn't even have control over Lucifer. Come on. All right?
1: So, so, oh God in heaven.
0: This is telling you some Y'all need to take this and run with this. i telling you. So, now let me give you some more quotes and I want to get into the word, okay? Um, Prince, he said,
1: hold on. Y'all should see my. I'll take it everywhere. Uh,
0: Prince admitted, that he had two other people living inside of him, evil spirits, That he changed, and that he changed his name to formerly known as Prince because he didn't know what the spirits wanted him to call himself. Uh, Michael Jackson said, and this is quoted in the Rolling Stones, he said, I wake up from dreams and go, wow, put this down on paper. The whole thing is strange. You hear the words. Everything is right there in front of your face. I feel that somewhere, someplace it's been done, and I'm just a courier bringing it into the world. Michael Jackson said that. Ginger Baker, I I don't know if y'all know this band because I don't, uh, for the, from the popular 60s band called Cream, says, it happens to us quite often. It feels as though I'm not playing my instrument. Something else is playing it, and that same thing is playing all three of our instruments. That's what I mean when I say it's frightening sometimes. Maybe we'll all play the same phrase out of nowhere. It happens very often with us. Here's another one. Uh, the original recording of I Put a Spell on You, was done after the screaming Jay Hawkins and his band members got drunk, and some type of presence seemed to seize them. He said they began grunting and growling and screaming, gurgling in strange unknown tongues, and wildly dancing around the studio. They got drunk, opened themselves to some devil, and manifested in the studio and wrote music out of it. You know, many of our artists today, and if somebody was just telling, just confirmed it to me yesterday, that many of them smoke weed, and as a result of smoking weed, it opens them up, and that's how they write their music. So when we're listening to that type of music, you're listening to music that was composed under influence of some type of mind-altering drug, and we got this stuff in our ears bopping. And then we went God, when are you going to bless me, God? God was like, first of all, you need to get your mind right. <laughs> you need to get the living, okay? Um, so i about talk about two people live on him. Let me get to some more quotes, and then I'll get back to the word.
1: Um, here is – why did I number my pages? Here's Snoop Dogg. He says, um,
0: well, it, what's that boy? name? It was just like a vanilla ice, one of those the white boys. He said, what about math? How come I wasn't – I'm going to get the quote, because I don't want to – Eminem. I was wrong. Eminem said, about his song, Goodbye Hollywood. This is his quote. This is the lyrics. He said, what about math? How come I wasn't ever good at it? It's like the boy in the bubble who could never adapt. I'm trapped. And I'm not saying it right because I don't know the song. He said, if I could go back, I never would have rapped. I sold my soul to the devil. I'll never get it back. I just want to leave this game with level head intact. They understand the only way out of this is to Because you just can't come out of
1: it. Okay.
0: Um, and also in another song called My Darling, he retells the deal he had made with the devil. Snoop Dogg says the devil came to him to make a deal that he would be rich and famous in exchange for his soul. Snoop accepted the devil's offer and identifies that the point at which Calvin Broadus died, Snoop Dogg was born. In one of Beyonce's videos, you see her coming up as a machine. I think there was a video back in a, a, some song called Matron, a Matrix. It was this female robot that was deadly. And so when she came, and when she came, she went, in one video, the car blew up or something happened in the car. And the next scene, you see her in this robot uniform. And it was almost like Beyonce died. Sasha Fierce is born. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a take on being reborn. If any man be a crisis, new creature. And so what you find, the enemy duplicates. Right? Like I said, the rock and roll. We, you know, the, 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 the victory of the believer is that the stone rolled away, that Jesus came out the tomb on the third day. That's the victory that we have in Jesus Christ. Well, what the enemy has done is took that rock and roll and put it together to infiltrate the minds of the people. Okay? And so even with the, with the baptism of being rebaptized, she comes out, burns up in the car, burning in the car, comes out this robot under the influence of Sasha Fear. From the song Let Me Fly by DMX, he explains he sold his soul to the devil and exactly why he did it. He said, I sold my soul to the devil and the price was cheap. A hey, yo, it's cold on this level because it's twice as deep. But you don't hear me. Ignorance is bliss, I guess, and so on. Sometimes it's better to be taught dumb. Shall I go on? You don't want no real what the deal is a mystery. How is it I can live and make history if you don't see it? Then it wasn't meant for you to see. If you wasn't born with it, then it wasn't meant for you to be. But you can't blame me for not wanting to be hound locked down in a cell with a soul getting dwelled. This is hell. Go get the devil and get me the key, but can't be worse than the curse that was given to me. It's what I live for.
1: You take away take away that, and I'm gone. Michael Jackson was also heavily
0: involved in the occult. He admitted that he had a room full of mirrors, and, you know, he was always strange. He admitted he had a room full of mirrors that he could communicate with the spirit. Jackson said he would go to sleep for days with the aid of drugs. And we know that's he left here with the aid of drugs. So he can get songs from the spirit. Same thing as Stephen King said, he said, i go to sleep. And I have, and we don't even have problems. The we have faith. God deals with us. And same thing, right? We talked about this last week. God shows a dream, open up the ears of man, fill our instructions. Well, you don't think the enemy's not going to do the same thing. Remember I told you dreams can come through sources: God, your flesh, or the enemy. And so even as we receive visions, right, to do ministry or get married or get a job, the enemy can't do the same thing. So this is what happened. They're falling asleep, and the enemy is infiltrating them in his the dreams, giving them songs and things of that nature, and they're making money off of it. He said he was, Jackson would go to sleep for days with the aid of drugs so he can get songs from the spirits, or else the music of the spirits will be given to Prince. So you find the demons that were using Jackson were competing with the demons using Prince. You know what I'm saying? And you know, never could get along. Never could get along. And what happened after Jackson died, what well, two, three, five years later, Prince goes down too.
1: Let me see. I got some more for you. Um, this is from Ozzy Osbourne. He, his demon... Just hold on. I'm half of a phone. Oh, boy, this is so much. This is so much. Um... Hold on, I don't have to that thing. Oh, this is, during the recording of Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, and Bel Air, and
0: you should have known, listen to the name of the song, you should have known, that was going to bite the devil. During the recording of Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, and Bel Air, the bassist felt an om- ominous presence fill his room. He looked to see several spectators glaring at him from above with an overpowering effect. Now, those who see seers, don't we see things? Okay, same thing happened with him, but it was demonic wash with fear, he immediately awakened Bill, Tony, and Ozzy to tell them what happened. Geezer soon discovered that all of his fellow bandmates were experiencing the same thing. To Sabbath, it was obvious that a dark, ominous cloud was looming over them. Here's another one. This is what I was talking about, Met- Metatron. It was that, uh, hold on. Here's what Little Richard said. Y'all like Little Richard, don't you? Here's what Little Richard said. <laughs> he said, my true belief about rock and roll and there have been a lot of phrases attributed to me over the years, is this, I believe this kind of music is demonic. He said a lot of beats and music today are taken from voodoo,
1: from voodoo drums.
0: He said if you study the music and rhythms like I have, you'll see that it's true. He said I believe this kind of music is driving people from Christ. Now, Little Richard says this. Can you imagine? Yeah, a revelation. He said this kind of music is driving people from Christ, and it's contagious. And then he says again, "I was directed and commanded by another power—the power of darkness, the power that a lot of people don't believe exists—the power of
1: the devil, Satan himself." Little Richie said that. <sighs> um. It's it's
0: something, and you know, and so we're watching people on stage, and we're watching, and we have no idea. Kelly, Katy Perry is sold her soul. Sold her, you know, she's wrong, and all of this stuff. Uh. Oh my God. Uh, uh, I'm too greedy (laughs) to get the rest of it, to be honest with you. I'm I'm trying to pull out some important important points that we can get it from what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? We know what the Word of God says. We know what our experience is. But to get it out of their mouths, hey, this is happening. When I fall asleep, strange spirits come in my room. Or when I wake up, my whole stuff is written out before me. Or when we do these drugs, this happens. These are real things, and this is what our society is listening to. And we wonder why we're seeing what we're seeing right now. You know, we're wondering why,
1: you know. Sweet Jesus. Uh, let me see. Do I want to get more close to my if I agree with this stuff. Um,
0: here's Johnny Mitchell? I don't know if anybody knows. In so 1974, Johnny Mitchell told the press about a male spirit who helps her write music. This sounds like succubus or incubus, rather. Johnny Mitchell credits her creative powers to a male muse she identifies as art. She gave her devil a name. He has taken so much control. Listen, of not only her music, you're right. But he took control of her life, that now she feels married to him. And he often roams naked with him. She often, excuse me, roams naked. So this was this was incubus. That just took over her life. She feels she's married to him. And so they're found roaming around naked on her 40-acre safe. His hold over her is so strong that he she will excuse herself from parties and forsake other lovers whenever he calls. This was found in Why Knock Rock out of Time magazine. Her name is Joni Mitchell, J-O-N-I Mitchell. This was in 1974, December 16, 1974. Lady Gaga apparently gets her music This demon. <laughs> she has said herself that she has a spirit of her dead aunt living inside of her, which is a demon, of course, and that the spirit of Alexander McQueen wrote a song for her called Judith, where I presume, according to this author, that she expresses sympathy for Judith over we'll betray Jesus now. And 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 then she says she bought a Ghostbuster machine worth thousands of dollars because she is convinced that evil spirits are haunting her. You think she also expressed that she had terrible nightmares with occult imagery, but she would use it as inspiration for her safe act which was consist of a mock self sacrifice. I told y'all they have to give a sacrifice. Whatever those listen, the same way, people listen, it's not that complicated. Salvation is it's, this, it's not that complicated. When we come into a, what, do we come empty handed? No. We come in praising God. We come in giving an offering on time. We come in with something. It's the same thing in the demonic world. You're not going to come before Satan empty handed. You're going to give him your soul or your kids or your gifts. You're giving up something. So, the same way that we come in and, and God, we bless you we lift you up on high and we got you, Lord, fill this place with your spirit. The same thing happens on the stage of the concert. Same thing. And they're throwing up signs. they throwing up all of this stuff. They're wearing certain outfits. Huh? What they got to get there. I'm telling you, they have to give a sacrifice. They have to give a sacrifice. When you look at it, that's what Asa had to do. When he came up and his mother, the queen mother, he had to tear all the groves down and this place his own mother because she, was, she built this grove, a place, where they could go and worship these demons and idols. It's all throughout Scripture, and it's happening today right before our very eyes. Those people who are influenced by those demons have to sacrifice to it. They have to sacrifice to it. If they don't, they're tormented. They're tormented. Or with prints or different ones. They strange things. They die in the elevator, overdose on the medicine. You've been taking that drug all these years. Now you get a clue to come out and think. What was the name of this concert? This is it. He was ready to break. And what happened? Mysteriously, he's gone. When you sack Whitney Houston. And then what happened? Her daughter died the same way. If this is if this is normal? This is not normal. So, you know, I, you know, when I bring this teaching, I I'm not trying to scare you. Let me tell you, I don't agree with my own self. <laughs> but you know, when you look at how our society is open to these pagan, occulted craftiness of the enemy, and, and, and we're just doing it. You know, we're not thinking about it. We, we're just, and the bad thing about it, it's creeping into the church now. There used to be songs that would make you fall on the floor. I mean, Georgia Mass choir, Jersey choir, different, honey, Chicago Mass choir. When they would sing, you would, know you
1: would fall out.
0: Those demons would come out without anybody leaving because their music was so anointed. The people sung, they fasted, they prayed. They they didn't sing for to be seen or to get an engagement. Honey, they were adorned. They were modest. They just wanted to see the power of God. And when they sung, we felt results. People were delivered. People were set free. People were had dedicated their lives to God. You saw change. Now it's a show. There's one church, and I don't call names because that's I'm, I'm not that one to be picking people. I, 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 praise God! I let somebody else do that. I just want to praise people. But in this, there's a church here in Charlotte that screams their uh praise and worship leads you have to fit a certain you got to be a certain size and you have to fit this kind of thing that they have okay if not
1: you you don't
0: you don't think you know they have this, it, never mind how anointed you are and how many gifts you got whether that god called you leave no do you you, know, you can't be over a certain weight like me being overweight oh you can never leave worship you can never leave worship. you you got to wear your hair a certain size, you got to have a certain kind of uh, 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 attire that you wear because you have to fit into Remember, I said every church has their culture. So you're not going to walk in there with some long skirt and a hat. And a little... You're going to come up here with some jeans and some spikes or something, and then you can come and present. But who are you presenting to? Who's getting glory? Who's getting glory? It's strange fire. And so that's why there's no delivery. Demons cast out. What? There's no demons. They don't believe in that. There's no healing. There are no line, lines where if you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you need to get saved. I mean, they prayer pray two minutes in prayer, just repeat that to me.
1: Honey, I, let me tell you, I have
0: been through hell and the high water. I need more than two minutes in prayer. Did you play some hands with the lawyer and get two more people behind me to catch me? You understand what I'm saying? You know, so church, the church culture has been impacted or inundated by these same spirit but they're not using these names they're using other names now because of course the church is too smart you're not going to suddenly them to come in like that but they're coming in other way and some of our music is antichrist. some of our music is new age the best you get ready for you 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 we're supposed to, we're supposed to listen to jesus we're supposed to worship him and, and say truth not about him. get ready for your best day and I, but my best day was when i told jesus yes Right. He don't do nothing else for me. He's done. He, he's done enough. Not to say that things God won't give us. And come on now, he's even a water for those. Who just, but what I'm saying is, you know, when you look, when you listen to the lyrics of the music that we're listening to, look at the lyrics. Who is it glorifying? Flesh. There's one song. One God made. God. He, he's a God still so hears in a prayer. To a certain degree, if you are repenting. Yes, God hears you. But don't think you can cut up and act a hot monkey and then you're talking to God and he's responding. God may be hearing somebody's prayers, but it's not yours. It's your grandmother's or your mama or your pastor. You see what I'm saying? But now he's got so thinking God hears and if yeah, God hears in a prayer and they'll take it for doctrine. So you see how even doctors of devils are infiltrating our music. Stomp. The devil the Lord said He said cast them out. He don't just stomp a devil out. I understand that we saw the voodoo. I get it. But we also cast them out. So, again, when you're listening to the music, and, and, and Little Richard said it best, he said our music has a voodoo undertone. People want to hear the beat. They want to hear that beat, especially those of us with, with the African ancestry. We are so used to that boom, boom, boom. We, 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 that's, where you, that's a part of who, who we are. Not understanding when you look back when that music was played, most of manifest manifested. I mean, you know, after a while they dance and
1: something. Demons speak in tongues. You see what I'm saying? So, so God wants. We have to be vigilant. And We have to be sober, and not
0: just accept what comes on the radio. And I'm gonna tell you something too that we need to watch out for. Some of this soul music. Some of this stuff is new age transcendentalism. That causes you. It's the same word repeated thirty times, and the next thing you know, you're into a trance, and you are seeing something in the second heaven. The word of God says you meditate day and night. You don't ever just zone off somewhere. But there's some music that will hypnotize you. Anything played over and over, it's a chant, enchantment, or incantation. That's what I mean. That's what even Jesus said. He said you will not be heard. So you must speak or something like. you not even your hearing speaking. And other they just saying the same thing over and over and over and over and over. And over. It's it, it's it, it's it. it has a hypnotizing effect to it. Now I get it when the spirit of God is moving and God is driving in a word. I got that. But when it's just chanting, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. They say, Jesus, Jesus, I got the Holy Ghost. No, you don't. You hyperventilate. <laughs> you do not have the Holy Ghost. Uh, y'all laughing. This is real.
1: Okay, there are people who are saying, that they're the Holy Ghost, but they say Jesus 30 times. That's yeah. oh, yes, why people teach that, but it's, it's error. That's error for doctrine. Okay? We to have a real good God because, you know, ah,
0: yeah, yah, y'all. So much.
1: This is so much. This is so much.
0: So we, we as, as, as watchmen, this is what we watch for. In the church and among our people, we're watching, watching, and we're listening. We're, we're making sure that even the music that comes into the church, is really glorifying God. You know what I'm saying? It's not some Eastern something that's conjuring up devils and having folks zooming out and seeing stars and circles that have nothing to do with salvation. You know, have nothing to do with salvation. We have to be very, very careful about it. Be very careful. Again, there's a thin line in prophetic soaking music, a very thin line. So, where it's not just something that's got you so zoned out and so tapped out, it becomes like a drug. It intoxicates you. And you thinking, "You, well, I'm coughing heavily, and some devil has escorted you somewhere and gave you a strange revelation. You know? We have to be very careful about that. The Bible says in Psalms number one, he said, when well, you meditate, you don't ever just sit somewhere with your mind open. Never do that. Don't ever sit there and there's a home. Honey, you better have some Psalms or some Galatians. You better have something on your mind. Don't you never leave your mind open like that. So we have to be more vigilant as the body of Christ and not just accept anything because it says gospel. If it's a gospel song and I need to hear Jesus, I need to hear some aspect of salvation somewhere. Now it might be inspirational or it might be soft, whatever they call it, but don't call it gospel if there's not a message of salvation
1: in it. (sighs) <sighs> Let, me try to... Let me try to get to a little bit more word before I close out and open up uh, Let's see. Um, I don't know where do I'll get this from. See. I usually try to quote my courses. Anyway, this um, I got this from an article in my research, and it said, um, "Gosh, I wish I'm gonna have to go back and find out who said this, because I want you all to know who 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 quoted it.
0: I don't know if it's www.well.to. I'm not sure. I'll find it and post it in the online classroom. But anyway, this person says this: I attended special ceremony. At various recording studios throughout the United States for the specific specific purpose of placing a satanic blessing on the rock music record Now, on a video that I'm going to post in the online on probably tonight it is um, a guy who actually worked in the industry, sort of like you did. He worked in the industry, and um, and he 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 said that he said before the music was released, there was seen like a demo tape. There was since a demo demo tape to I think the three witches or the five witches. And what they would pronounce a curse over? it. Listen, they would pronounce a curse over that everybody who listens to it is, what, what is it? everybody who listens to it is possessed by it or is state or some some mind altering effect they put over sort of like uh, you dedicate something
1: and what does it pray over? Father, bless and sanctify. He duplicates. He 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 can't create nothing. Okay, he
0: never had a creative nature, but he'll take what what God has given us and he'll duplicate all right and so here's what this lady i think this lady says that um she said we did incantation which placed demons on every record and tape of rock music that was sold at times we also called a special demons who spoke on the recording all right uh in many recordings we ourselves were recorded in the background masked by the overall noise of the music doing chants and incantations to summon up more demons every time one of the records or tapes is played. As the music is played, these demons are summoned into the room to afflict the person playing the music and anyone else who is listening. The purpose of this mind control. Because if the enemy has your mind, he's got your destiny. He's got your marriage. He's got your money. He's got your kids. If he can get your mind. It's all about mind control. That that Medusa spirit, which I don't know if y'all know what that Medusa is. It's a Greek mythological creature, but it's a demon that has snakes. It's like a, a woman with snakes all over her head. Okay? Mind control. the twisted mind. People can't think straight. Mind control not only to give the listeners
1: understanding of the messages about Satan conveyed to them by the music, but to prevent them from recognizing the need. I wonder why it's so hard to get some of our young people in church. Why it's so hard to get into the office? Why they're
0: not responding to some of the messages? Because they're listening to antichrist music that says, you don't need God,
1: you a demon or you're a genie, whatever.
0: You know what I'm saying? She said, or she said, I don't know. Many of the song lyrics are themselves actual incantations calling up demons when the song is sung. The purpose of this is twofold, to exert control over the listener, and to provide the listener with the actual incantations he or she can use to send demons upon another person to gain revenge by afflicting it with illnesses and accidents.
1: This is
0: full-fledged witchcraft. And also to help another help influence another person into the bondage of rock music itself. And a good example, they said, is the lyrics of Doom
1: Song by the Plasmatic. I don't know who said it. I'll find out and let you know who said that. Um,
0: Somebody else and see these are ex uh, I watched this two hour video Saturday about this man. He was um he was a part of the, the Church of Satan by under Anton LeVay. And um oh his his testimony so powerful. It's a long video. I post it if y'all want to see. It's a long video. But this man talks about how when his father, his stepfather
1: died, or oh, his father. His father. When his father died, uh, it opened up his grief opened up the door for um the demons
0: to, to uh, uh, possess him. When the demons came in to possess him, because he said he always had this interest in the occult. He always had an interest about things. But when his father died, it opened up something in him to where he began to be more interested in it. And it was at that point that the Satanists reached out to him and said, hey, you belong You, you belong to one of us. And he talked about how they put a curse, they tried to put a curse on the Christian lady. They said the Christian lady was, uh, you saw that one? He said the Christian lady was, was going to tell one of the girl's mother that she was a Satanist. And so the girl was like great let's let's do something let's put a curse on her and they tried to do something to her and it didn't work and so he said as they came back to demon, some big demon was in the room and he said the demon said don't you never send me against that christian again and he said it was he said it was from that point he's like now wait a minute satan's supposed to be so powerful why is he telling me not to send that curse to that woman and so he said even as a satanist he knew there was something about the blood of jesus and encouraged I said, "Boy, you could have told me that." <laughs> but yeah, that demon came back and said, "Don't you never send me over there to her again?" Did they? Yeah, that thing was two I was like, I probably drifted off and came back. But I'm gonna post it. Like I it's long, and he goes into the symbols, and he goes into the. chat. I mean, he goes into it, but at the end, and he's all giving. He's giving glory to God. He's giving. I'm gonna like I said, it's long, but it's, it's really, really, really good. Um, but, yeah, he said that demon came back and said, don't you never send me to her? <laughs> I'll hallelujah. So um, this is here, his name is David Meyer, and he says, enchantment is a form of spell casting primarily involving mind control. They'll always want to get over your mind. Enchanters dispatch or assign wicked spirits to objects and places for whatever purpose the spell calls for. For, And enchantment controls the mind as and is one of the most powerful spells that can be cast on a person. And so the enemy is using this through music. I wanted to read this about Jimi Hendrix. Most of us are familiar with him. He revealed the conspiracy of subliminal 20 years ago. He said, atmospheres are going, to come and are going to come through music. He said, because music is a spiritual thing of its own. Remember I talked about like holidays, different times you hear the change with the music, right? He said, music is a spiritual thing of its own. You hypnotize people to where they go, right back to their natural state, which is pure positive. And when you get to what the weakest point, you can preach into their subconscious, whatever you want to say. And in the scripture here, Ephesians to the prince of the power of the air that works now in the children of disobedience. And then another Satanist, ex-Satanist, goes on. I mean, oh my, they testify and they're they telling it on the devil. They are telling it how the enemy is using music to infiltrate the church, uh, corrupt the minds of our young people, and to poison our society. So I'm gonna try to finish up with this, and then we're gonna open up uh for some questions. Um, just some points. Let me, hold on. This is heavy, y'all. Uh. First of all, we know that music is a divine gift, right? We know that because uh, God wants us to praise him. <laughs> he wants us to praise him, and he said, make a joyful noise. God loves music. Matter of fact, he created, we saw that in the beginning with uh, Ezekiel uh, 28, God created worship because he wants to hear it, okay? Um, music is a, a gift that even angels and heavenly hosts can join in, right? Sing with the angels. We know about that. Uh, Music is ordained for youth in church. Sing unto the Lord a new song, praise him in the congregation of the saints. Um, Music can teach doctrine to the church. Music can also introduce false doctrine to the church, which is what we want to be careful for. Um, Let's see. Music is a response to the praise of God. Music can heal. and Y'all know the example with David and Saul, right? Saul had his evil spirit, and that music was so powerful, so anointed, that those spirits, every time uh, David would play, he would get healed. But what would happen? It's just a uh, and many times this is what happened here at Austin. You just get a token of freedom. Me, you get a measure of freedom until is sort of cast out. So a lot of times you find even in worship you see people see people crying and you see healing, healing of the emotions, healing of memories, healing of situations that taking place when when the music is anointed. But the the the, to, the way to completely get free from it is to get delivered. But God will give you a measure of freedom to where you can at least live. And you know, function halfway be normal. So you know, music will heal you. The right type of anointed music has a healing, has a soothing um, aspect. To it. it will drive away devils. It will drive them. It won't keep them away, but it'll give you a measure of freedom. Okay, um, music is powerful, and we talked about that. How the power of music, uh, how people respond to music with healing, and also how the enemy has infiltrated the music. Um, music in the church requires an understanding and it really does okay Uh, i think that's all i want to say about that let me just go back through my notes real quick and make sure i covered all of my points i know this was a lot tonight um but you know i'm going to post some links in the online classroom for those of you that are interested i mean it's not mandatory um but as far as the homework i think what we want to look at tonight is um Whew, where do we want to go? Lord, we discovered uh touched so much. Um I, I, I wanna look at one of your favorite artists. One of your favorite artists, um, whether it was before you got saved or where you are now, and listen to choose a song and listen to the lyrics. And 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 tell me, what 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 revelation do you get? You know is this person really is this a worship song is this person really expressing the adoration of the father or is this person trying to make money them sound i'm saying because you find some uh even some christian leaders now have their music written and produced by secular artists so you will be able to tell now because you you're you're open to this thing now really paying attention to this music beyond how good it sounds you're going to look at the lyrics just choose a song you want to do two that five like I said, even if you want to do something back before you got saved, if you can do that. Some people can't handle that, so don't, listen, don't put yourself, don't backside on my account. But what I'm saying is, you know, just a song that just kind of does it for you. You know what I'm saying? And, and just look at the lyrics of it and, and just, you know, what is it saying to you? What do you perceive about it? And, and, and what feeling, you know, just, just tell me about it. Tell me about that, that song. Tell me about the lyrics. And and what you' what you're discerning, you know, what can you, is the person going through something or you know, what what's going on with that and, and how does it affect you? Um yeah. I'm gonna stop there. And like I said, I'm gonna post um these links to the online classroom for those of you that are interested. I'm mean, just FYI, you know, if you want to look back at it, it you know,
1: if you have a you know family of, of people that are just Love got music, I always got earphones in their ears. What are you listening to? Yeah, yeah. But
0: you I went to my daughter's room the other day and found her listening to something, and I jacked up. I if you want to live in this house, you want to be whole.
1: <laughs> you will
0: never listen to that again. So, you know, I, I can't control what they do outside of my house, but I can lay down a foundation that says this is not good, okay? Um, All right, close now, online people. We're going to close out here. For those
1: of you here in class, I'm going to go ahead and take some questions from you.